Hey, Wowzer fams, Mindy here. Before we start the show, I just wanted to let you know that tickets to all of our upcoming Wow in the World pop-up parties are officially on sale to the public. And if you haven't heard, our fall and winter tour has us popping up in San Francisco, California on October 5th. Seattle, Washington on November 2nd. Los Angeles, California on November 17th. New York City on January 11th. And Bethesda, Maryland, just outside of Washington, D.C. on February 29th. This tour will feature a brand new show with new science, new songs, new games, new wows, and you're all invited. <laughs> Grown-ups, for tickets and more info, just visit tinkercast.com events. That's tinkercast.com events. Also, while we're working on some new episodes of Wow in the World for season four, we're sharing some of our favorite episodes from the first three seasons. And we're adding new wows from you at the end of each episode. So if you've got a burning wow to tell the world, don't wait. Call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW. That's it. And remember, grown-ups, for tickets to any of our upcoming Wow in the World pop-up parties, just visit tinkercast.com slash events. All right, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to Wow Dental, where we put the owl in wow. Okay, you were supposed to say who's there, but anywho, I'm here to see the dentist. Do you have an appointment? Yeah, no. I'm sorry, in that case, the dentist won't be able to see you today. All patients must call first to make an appointment. Yeah, well, I tried to call and make an appointment, but the whole time was like a million hours, so I gave up. I'll see what I can do. And what brings you in today? Oh, um, my teeth are marshmallows. I'm sorry? (sighs) See, the last time I was here, Dr. Russo warned me that if I kept eating so many marshmallows that eventually I would turn into one. And it happened. Basically, all of my teeth are now mini marshmallows. See? (laughs) Ugh. Well, it does appear that you have several small marshmallows stuck to your back molars. Yep, I call it marshmallow mouth. Well, why don't you take a seat, fill out these forms, and bring them back up to the desk when you're done. I'll see if Dr. Russo can fit you in this morning. Uh, Yeah, about that. There are like 90 billion forms here. I just don't really like filling them out, and my patient's tank is running on empty. I'm sorry, your patient's tank? Yeah, I ordered it from Amazon, but it took like two days to get here, which would have been fine had I had any patients to begin with. And what exactly is a patient's tank? Oh, right, yeah. Let me just turn around and I'll show you. Huh? Oh, yeah? What do you think? Oh, big fire bolt. There's a plant fire. Ah! See? It's the 
tank I wear on my back, and it comes preloaded with patients. But judging by how low it is at this time of the morning, I think I probably should have ordered a bigger tank. Right. Patience. Please take a seat and fill out the forms. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, got my forms. And walking through the waiting room. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Marshmallow Mouth coming through. Excuse me. Oh, hi. Excuse me. Can you hear me? Oh, hi. Excuse me. Is this seat taken? Nope. Thanks. So, what are you in for? None of your business. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm here to pick up my friend. Could you describe your friend for me? Uh, yeah, uh, medium height, uh, easily excited, uh, she loves tacos, oh, uh, and she claims to be allergic to waiting rooms. Right over there, the one making paper airplanes out of her medical forms. Duck and cover, everyone! Crop duster coming through! Hey, Mindy, here to pick you up. Are you ready to go? Hey, Guy Raz. Sorry, I am not even close to being ready to be picked up. I thought I'd be done by now, but first I have to fill up all these forms, and then I have to wait for the dentist to even come see me. Wait, does he look familiar to you? Does he sound familiar to you? Mindy, I think that's, uh, I think that's Thomas Fingerling from the Knuckle Hut. Oh, yeah, from that one time we took a tour of that giant hand to learn what causes knuckles to pop. Um, Mr. Fingerling! Mr. Fingerling! Mr. Fingerling! Speak up, by golly! I can't hear what you're saying, mister! Yep, that's him, all right. Hey, Mr. Fingerling, remember us? No! Hi! What a funny coincidence meeting you here. Yeah, the last time we saw you, you were showing off your signature pop and neck check moves at the Knuckle Hut. How have you been? Oh, well, you know. Wow! That's Bonker Balls! Yeah, thank you. It's a whole new routine. I've been told that I need to turn it into a computer virus, which will infect the teeny boppers, and then they'll come to the knuckle hut. Uh, I'm sorry, did you just say? I think what you mean to say is that you're trying to turn your knuckle-cracking performance into a viral internet sensation that spreads among teens and gets them off their phones and into the knuckle hut. What, is there an echo in here? Oh, oh, maybe there is an echo in here. That's strange. Hey, Ross, let me see your phone. No, but it just, uh... Okay, Mr. Fingerling, now do that weird knuckle thing again so I can record it and upload it to FaceSpace, MeTV, and InstaSpam. Ooh, I love spam. Spam and eggs, spam and taters, Hawaiian pizza spam meatballs. Mm. Okay, here we go. Excuse me, miss. How are those forms coming along? Fantastic! Oh, yeah, this is going to get the teenagers to the knuckle hut for sure. Now just hang on for one second, Mr. Fingerling, while I tag you. Tag? Well, you never tag me. I'm as quick as a cricket. What? You know, I invented the game of tag back in 1952. You invented tag? You calling me a liar, young lady? Of course I invented it. I originally called it touch and go. And then some young nincompoop came by and abbreviated it. Tag. Psh, bunch of nonsense. 
What? Oh, no, not that kind of tag. I'm going to tag you in this video that I just took so that everyone on FaceSpace and MeTV can see that it's you, and before you know it, you'll be a viral, knuckle-cracking sensation. Why, that sounds as easy as falling off a log, which I suppose can be a little difficult these days on account of logs being so scarce and all. Uh, Mindy, are you sure they haven't called your name yet? We've been here for a while now. <sighs> and I can feel the mini marshmallows hardening on my teeth with every passing minute. Wait, you're here because you have marshmallows stuck to the... Just be patient, young lady. My gosh, kids with their 4Gs and their microwave ovens gotta have everything right here. Right now, lickety-split. Well, actually, Mr. Fingerling... Oh, where did you come from, young lady? Huh? I've been here the whole time. Hmm, I don't know about that. Well, anyway, I was just reading a recent study from the American Psychological Association that shows kids these days are actually better at waiting than kids were 30 or even 50 years ago. Hmm? Oh, sorry. What were you saying? I was watching this internet video of a sneezing panda bear. Oh, click on that one, the one that says keyboard cat. <laughs> this one's gonna be good. <clears throat> oh, sorry, Guy Raz. You were just saying something about how researchers recently discovered that kids these days have better attention spans than they did like 30 or 50 years ago? Oh, you were listening. Of course I was listening. So how did they find out? Well, this might surprise you, Mindy, but they made the discovery with a little help from marshmallows. <gasps> Back in my day, we called them fluffy sugarcane bums. Uh, hold the phone, Guy Raz. What exactly do marshmallows have to do with kids and their attention spans? Well, Mindy, I could show you. Or? Or I could... <gasps> Feed me? What? No, no. Well, yes, but... But for science. Oh, well, in that case, I guess if it's for science, then maybe I could stand to eat a few marshmallows. I don't know. Anything for science. Yes, anything for science. Hey, Fingerling! What? You want to bust out of here and go eat some marshmallow? I mean, perform some stringent and very serious scientific experiments with us? Uh, you two go ahead. I gotta go show the dentist this tusk I got growing up through my gums. Look. <gasps> but, but Mindy, shouldn't we wait until you're called in to see the dentist? Kairos, we could come back next week and I'd still be waiting. Come on, let's get to the lab so we can eat some marshmallows for science. But... Come on! See you on the flip side, Mr. Fingerling! What the devil is a flip side? Feels good to be back at the laboratory of bad ideas. So, you ready to roast some marshmallows or what? Mindy, we're not going to roast marshmallows. We're performing a psychological assessment as to the effects of delayed gratification. Right, of course. But that psychological assessment in the effects of delayed gratification still involves eating marshmallows, right? Uh... Yes. Now, where are those fluffy little sugar bombs anyway? Not so fast, Mindy. First, we have to suit up. You know, science experiments must be taken very seriously. Oh, 
about that suiting up business, um, I accidentally melted our old suits three weeks ago when I was experimenting with how fast I would have to ride your bike before flames burst out of the tires. You what? But, good news for you, I got us a pair of backup suits on sale. In fact, I think I've got them in my adventure tool bag here. Um, oh, here they are. Mindy, these are banana suits. They were on sale. Uh, okay. Well, help me climb into this thing. Okay, just step in one foot at a time. And just kind of squeeze yourself in. Come on, you got it. You got it. And zip. Sorry, there were a bunch of one-star reviews complaining about the pinchy zippers. Forgot to mention that. Uh, well, put yours on so we can finally get to this experiment, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, hey, Guy Ross, how does a banana answer the phone? Uh, I don't know. Yo! Why do I feel like I've heard that before? <sighs> okay, I'll suit it up. Got my graham crackers, got my chocolate, and ready to get down to some scientific business. Give me those graham crackers and chocolate. This is a serious experiment. And Mindy, weren't you just at the dentist with a bad case of mini marshmallow teeth? Hey Roz, how exactly are these marshmallows going to show us how kids today are more patient and have longer attention spans than grown-ups did when they were kids? Well, to find out, I think we better start the experiment. Okay, let's get this party started. For step one, I am going to place one marshmallow in front of you, and you can have it now. Don't mind if I do. Wait, wait. <sighs> you didn't let me finish. <sighs> Go on. Okay, you could eat it now, or if you wait 10 minutes, you can have two marshmallows. <gasps> two marshmallows? That's right. Okay, are you ready? Guy I was born ready for this. Okay, three, two, one, go. Mm. Oh, man, that marshmallow sure is looking good. Um. Remember, though, Mindy, if you wait a whole ten minutes, you could have two of those marshmallows. I know, but it just looks so delicious. Mindy, you lasted a whole 30 seconds. Hmm, that was better than I expected. So what does this all mean anyway? Well, Mindy, this is the exact same experiment that scientists have used for decades to judge children and their attention spans, or the length of time they were able to spend focusing on just one thing. The longer that the child was able to avoid the marshmallow and delay his or her gratification... And gratification is just a fancy pants word for a rewarding feeling. Exactly, like the rewarding feeling you get from eating a marshmallow. And the longer they were able to delay gratification... The more patient the kid. Exactly. Huh, so it turns out I'm not all that patient after all, am I? Well, are you surprised? Hmm. What? It says here on the package that if I want to cook these spaghetti noodles, I have to wait for the water to boil? Ain't nobody got time for that! 
Why? Anyway, this experiment is actually really old, and it's one of the most famous experiments in psychological history. Really? Yeah, it was first conducted in the year 1960 by two Stanford University scientists whose names were Walter Michel and Ebb Ebison. Hmm, and what exactly did they find? Well, they found that some of the kids ate the marshmallow almost immediately. Like me! And that only one-third, or 33% of participants, were able to wait the whole 10 minutes in order to get their second marshmallow. Huh. Not only that, but they also found that those kids who were able to delay gratification were more likely to, later in life, perform better at school and deal better with stress and even lead a healthier lifestyle. Okay, but you said that this experiment also proved that kids today are more patient than they were back when, say, Thomas Fingerling was a kid. Well, that's true, Mindy, and that's because they redid this experiment in the 1980s and then again in the mid-2000s. Huh. And then I guess they compared the results from those two experiments with the original study that was done back in 1960. Exactly. And they found that kids in the most recent study were able to resist the temptation of the marshmallow longer than the kids back in 1980 and 1960? That's right. These scientists found out that kids these days were, on average, able to put off eating the marshmallow for two minutes longer than those kids in 1960 and one minute longer than the kids in 1980. Hmm, so what does this even mean? Kids just don't like marshmallows anymore? Because if they're not going to eat them, I know someone who would gladly take on that task. I'm pointing to myself. No, I don't think it's that, Mindy. I think kids are just as into marshmallows today as they were 50 years ago. Well, then what could it be? I mean, why are kids today better at waiting than their parents or grandparents were when they were kids? Well, some of the researchers believe that it might have to do with more kids being in preschool. Huh. So, in general, more kids are learning things earlier in life now. Correctamundo. And by learning things earlier in life, these kids are able to understand that it's better to wait because they'll get more marshmallows in the end. Anything for marshmallows. Hmm. The researchers also think that these same kids' interactions with screens... Like when you play with your phone or a tablet? Exactly. The researchers think that these interactions are actually helping kids understand reward systems better. Ah, so like how in Crazy Monkey Ninja, if I save up all his bananas, I can get a power boost. But to do that, I have to put off getting all those sweet ninja costumes. Uh, I think? So basically, when it comes to patience and delayed gratification and waiting and attention spans, it might just mean that practice makes perfect, huh? Yeah, kids these days have already had a ton of practice waiting long before taking the marshmallow experiment. Huh. Well, speaking of marshmallows, I should probably get back to the waiting room of the dentist's office. It's been a few hours, and they're probably getting ready to call my name. Well, why don't you just call first and set up a new appointment? Here, you can use my phone. Oh, thanks. Hey, while I got your phone, you want to watch this crazy MeTV video about this orange with human teeth and eyes that says things like, What's up? No, no, Mindy. Focus on one task at a time. <sighs> Fine. 
dialing Dr. Dentist. Dial, 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 dial. We're sorry. All of our associates are busy with other clients. The approximate wait time is one million hours. What? One million hours? Just hang up and I'll drive you. Ugh, thanks, buddy. Well, in that case, I better go get some marshmallow patients for the road. No, run, 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 run. Don't leave without me! Wow in the world will be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from S.C. Johnson, maker of Ziploc. Committed to inspiring creative confidence in kids to fuel their future, Ziploc is working with KiwiCo to create meaningful STEM projects and facilitate children's learning. Find out more on Ziploc.com. That's it! Back to the show! Ready to record. Hi, my name is Will, and I live in um, uh, San Diego. And my wow in the world is that giraffes have the same uh, number of bones in their neck as people do. Bye. Hi, Mindy and Giraffes. My name is Dale. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. My wow in the world is that in 2011, 46-year-old Chinese farmer Xu Manxing successfully flew his homemade flying saucer for more than 30 seconds, powered by eight motorcycle engines and a propeller. Say hi, Grandma G-Force for me. Oh, yeah! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Grace, and I live in Nelson, British Columbia, Canada. My wow in the world is that a mayfly only lives for 24 hours. I love your show, and I love you, Dennis. Aww. G-Floy. And Reggie. <laughs> and Thomas Fingerling. <laughs> what? Bye. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Annabelle, and I'm from Park City, Utah. My wow in the world is that we share 50% of our DNA with bananas. Bye. Hi, I'm Tegan from Saratoga Springs, New York. My wow in my world is that koala fingerprints are so similar to human fingerprints that they have been mistaken at crime scenes. Say hi to Reggie and the annoying Dennis. Hi! Hey, my name is Socorro, and I'm from San Diego, California. My wow in the world is that sloths can um, swim faster than they can move on ground. Thank you. Bye! Hi, Mindy, Guy Raz, and Reggie. My name is Judy, and I'm 10 years old. And my name is Taylor, and I'm 7 years old. We live in Seattle, Washington, and our wow is that crocodiles can grow as many as 3,000 teeth in a lifetime. Wow. Bye, Mindy, Guy Raz, Reggie, Dennis, and everybody else. We love your show. Hi, Guy Raz. Hi, Mindy. My name is Stefan and I live in Seattle, Washington. And my wow in the world is that babies have more bones than humans. I, I like your show, Mindy and Guy Raz. You guys keep being wow. Thank you. Bye. End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling... 
Check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our Wow Shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, Call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep on wowing. Jinx! and sent to you by NPR. I'm Shankar Vedantam. This week on Hidden Brain, we kick off our annual summer series, You 2.0. Ideas and advice about how you can respond to life's chaos. Let's do a just check to my inbox. Just check, just check, just check to my phone real quick. With wisdom. Listen to Hidden Brain from NPR every week.